Hello and welcome to Gentle Touch. This podcast is a place where people can learn, discover and upscale mentally, spiritually and emotionally. This show is all about breakthroughs so get ready for some good vibes, realness and lots of information. You will be joined by me, your podcast host Alejandra Castro. Some of the shows will be just me and other shows will have guests open up new perspectives and views. My passion is to inspire and educate people who feel stuck. I will show you ways you can improve your overall health by sharing powerful tools that you can implement into your daily life. Let's get started. So in today's episode, we have Ruby Skilton. Ruby, where are you based? I'm in Las Vegas right now. Nice, I love it, I love it. Ruby is a podcast host, but she's also turned it into a business. You also run your company, you do editing, you do help with launching, you do you do the whole jam. How are you, Ruby? Yeah, I'm so good. I'm so happy to be here. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for taking the time to come on Gentle Touch. I love what you're doing. Not only do you have your, your socials in English for your company, you also have it in Spanish. Yeah, I do. Girl, is that I, not hard work? <laughs> um, you know, it is, but Spanish is my first language. Um, both my parents are Mexican, and it's just, there is a missing piece, you know, to bring this work to the Spanish-speaking community. I love it. But how do you maintain both audiences? Because one, you're working on one, then you're kind of, either you're doing your socials, and then you're also getting it in Spanish, right? Right. So the Spanish, we are just incorporating it. It's super, super new, maybe like two months new. And it's a work in process. But it's it's been difficult. I'm so grateful that my mom's actually part of the Spanish section of it. She helps a lot with the translating of stuff, making sure it's up on socials. So it's really, really good. Yeah, I hate like that a- bit of socials. I'm behind. On my Instagram, I'm on episode 64 and my yeah. my Instagram is only updated up until episode 24. Ah, yes, it happens. It's easy to fall back. But, you know, we just got to keep trying. Exactly. How was your journey? How did this all begin? I'm looking at your podcast. When did you start? 2019? 2019. And it's currently paused. But I'm launching season two on January 8th, so I'm so excited to bring that back. Really, my journey with podcasting started as a self-development journey. Um, It started when I was 21 years old. I was actually born with a physical difference, so my left arm is only half of my arm. Okay. And I grew up loving myself. I didn't see anything wrong with me. Until probably middle school, I started judging myself and really talking bad to myself, you know? And that's when I realized that I was different. So I I stopped doing things I loved. I stopped playing sports. I stopped going to gymnastics. And I was really, really hard on myself. So fast forward, after high school, I'm always like I've been into music my whole life I started songwriting when I was seven good on Um, you seven that's young wow yeah little little so after high school I like moved to LA to pursue a career in music so I have my degree in audio engineering I graduated from Musicians Institute I know super fun (laughs) 
But the music industry was so rough on my mental health. So I completely... In in, in what way is it like body image and you have to look look a type of way or like what does it look like totally so for me I was really in the rock scene and it's first of all very much male oriented so it's a lot of males that run that industry um at least in the rock genre and I was the highest I've ever been weight weight wise i had reached like 260 pounds given i'm five one so i'm like i I don't know i I don't know how to do pounds to kilos i do kilos how much yeah right i don't know how to how much uh, is it 210 pounds 260 260 yeah and how much is that how many pounds 200 117 babes yeah so How I was, was you like, breathing? Was you getting tired? I, yeah, and it was like I just fell into this really bad like depression, and okay. like it was just bad. To when I, you know, I would leave my apartments because I lived in an apartment in Hollywood, just to like go to school, graduate, do my job. I was working with the record label at the time, and like I would come home and like be so so depressed. So I remember looking at a photo. Um, for my 21st birthday and being like, who is that in that photo? I did not recognize myself. I looked really sad and I just knew that I was slowly killing myself. Mm. I knew something had to change. So I remember searching up like how to be happy, how to lose weight, like all this stuff. And that's when my first podcast I ever listened to came up and it changed my life. Like, when I tell you it changed my life, like, the passion I have for podcasting stems from that one podcast, which I still listen to. I'm actually, like, I talk with the host now. It's really cool. Um, But that completely changed my life. And that day I decided, you know what, I can no longer be in the music industry. So I quit my job. I got, like, a part-time job at the time working at a... um, amusement park so I was working at Universal Studios which was fun but also like not what I wanted to do and I I basically destroyed everything I knew because I knew something had to change and so I kept listening to podcasts and one thing led to another that I ended up hiring my first business coach and this business coach she asked me what is the scariest thing you could do and at this point, it was using my voice because in the music industry, I like became the girl that sat in the background that would like not talk, would just say yes to people. And so I was like using my voice. I would die if I ever had to like actually speak my truth. And she goes, okay, start a podcast. And I was like, um, absolutely never. And she was like, I'm going to challenge you to sit with it. So fast forward 10 months, I launched my podcast. And I was like, okay, like this is scary, but cool. So it was a healing journey for me when I first started. A couple months later, she goes, okay, well, why don't you make this a career? Edit podcasts for other people. You have your degree in audio engineering, just edit for other people. And I go, who's going to pay for that? No one's going to pay for that. That same day, I kid you not, that same day I go on social media and one of my favorite podcasters at the time posted, I am looking for someone new to edit my podcast. 
am a spiritual person. So I was like, oh, okay, universe. Okay, so I reached out to her. And I go, hey. How many I followers? Actually- How many followers did this individual have? Oh, she had a couple hundred thousand. Like, she is a How did you big- get through? Email? I-, I DM'd her on Instagram. How the hell did that go through? Do you know what? Sometimes when I DM people, it bounces. Or it will say, X failed. So I literally know. Because I reach out to so many people. I already know if it's gone through or if it's bounced back. And then I'm just like, okay, cool. Now I'm going to go email. Because at least with yeah. email, you have a track. So I'm just like, sometimes with um, it's hit or miss when they have a, a following like right. that. Yeah, no, I just DM'd her and like, I was like, hey, I edit podcast. And I don't know, like, I feel like some of people that followed me, she was followed. There was like some type of connection there. And um, she DM'd me and she was like, okay, cool. Like, here's a trial episode. I literally stayed up, edited that thing after work and sent it over to her. And I was like, here you go. She was like, perfect. You're hired. Hired me like the next day. It was such a quick turnover. But since, like, she was such a massive podcaster, it just, like, wildfired. My whole business is built on word of mouth. I've never pulled an ad. And now it's been five years, almost six years, and it's a full-fledged company now. But, yeah, it started with simply me finding some way to heal myself. That sounds like a fairy tale girl. Wow, that sounds amazing. Wow, I didn't even expect that story. So, with regards to the business coach, did you not, like, how does it work? Did you know you needed to hire one, or how does it work when you have, because I still don't have one, but I now understand why we need a business coach. Like, now I understand, because I'm not going to lie, I'm a bit slow, you know? People will be like, you need to send these documents over, like, you need to get serious. And I'm just, like, kind of, like, leaving it to the side. And they're like, have you picked up have you done the paperwork have you sent and i'm just like still like you know just chilling so now i understand why it's so important to have people like this on your team absolutely yeah no i'm the same way i tend to leave a lot of things for last minute but i tend to leave things till the last minute i always said i work better under pressure which limiting belief but the way i went about getting my first business coach was because I really quit my career. I really quit quit my career, right? I like stopped doing music. I hadn't touched a pen to songwrite in years. Like, did you I miss just, it? I did miss it, but it felt like such a trauma thing. I don't know what's going on over here. Your throat check is blocked, girl. We gotta <laughs> open the up, honey. How long have I not spoken my truth? Exactly, um, holding, holding all of that, that girl, you need to stop right. podcasting ASAP. I love it. Um, <laughs> well, where was I at? So basically, oh, yeah. I asked you if, if you miss it, right? Because you have been doing it for yes. so long that, like, sometimes I'll so crave certain things, right? When it comes so naturally to us. And when we stop doing yeah. it, it's like, okay, but you know you're missing a, p- a piece of you. You're, you're letting something totally. go. Yeah, no, I definitely missed it. And like, I'm such a creative being. I do believe everyone as humans were creative. We're creating something, especially like, as women, we create life, which is like the biggest creation we could create. So I believe we're all creators. But going back to like me missing music, it's something that's in my blood. I grew up with it. 
And I definitely missed it, but it was such a trauma thing for me that anytime I even considered, like, my whole body would tense up and be like, mm, we're not doing this. So earlier this year, I went through this um, program with one of my good friends, Jake, of songwriting with your higher self. And that Say it again? Songwriting with your higher self. What? That yeah. sounds amazing. I've never heard something like that. What the hell is that about? It's he's such an amazing musician and artist, but then he combines spirituality. So he takes you through this process of like almost meditation and you like instead of journaling you songwrite and it's like this beautiful experience. But you have to know how to songwrite, right? Because if someone doesn't know how to songwrite, how would they do really? So so if you don't yeah. songwrite, how would it come out? Like a journal, like a diary? Yep. Okay. So basically, he has you like, I'm not going to spill all his secrets, okay, but okay. he has you like, write down whatever comes to you. Mm-hmm. And then you go back to like, draft one and like, sit with your higher self again, and like, go through the process of like, okay, this is a chorus, this is a verse and like, start adding melodies. And it almost becomes like poetry. It is so beautiful. How, is- how long is this? Like, a day a weekend no the course was i believe three months two months so it was like a process it was beautiful did it help so much it like made me see almost like navigate that trauma of like Mm -hmm. it's safe to write again and so it, it was just so stunning and like i'm so happy to be back I'm like actually been low-key working on releasing new stuff. So I'm excited about that. Wow, it's, it's, it's so yeah. beautiful because we slowly come into contact with such creative beings that they will answer our questions or our issue or our problem or things we need to highlight. Because I've never even heard, like a title, I'm like, I'm just like, what? <laughs> you just, like, you know, but it's, yeah. it's so beautiful because some people need it. Like, if you, if it's natural to you and we've stopped doing it, it's like, our soul will crave for it and tell us in very mm. subtle ways. And it's only up to us to listen to that little voice. Um, Ruby, do you podcast from a phone? Can you do that? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you need like, the latest phone? My iPhone 6 wouldn't be able to handle that. Absolutely, I can. You just delete as you go. Um, you just need your phone, your voice memos. My biggest passion, especially, weirdly enough, in the Spanish version of it, um, I get a lot of older women that are like, I don't understand technology. I'm like, don't worry. We're going to record straight from your phone and like upload straight from your phone. You got this. And we successfully launched their podcast. Because it's that easy. Like, you don't need fancy equipment. Oh, really, Ruby? Hmm? Yes. When yes. anything comes and then squiggly lines are tiny and you're trying to remove that breath, you're like, damn. Uh, I know, I know. But see, when you're, when you're starting, my biggest thing is start before you're ready. Yeah, exactly. Right? And one of my mentors once told me, if your first episode is perfect, you started way too late. Whoa, that's powerful. Yeah. That's Isn't powerful. it? Yeah, because that means we've been waiting yeah. and just waiting and redoing it and redoing it. And it's like, yeah, I love that. That's beautiful. Absolutely. And, and I want to touch on something you said of like, when we stop doing what our soul is meant to do, we start craving it. 
Oh my gosh, can we say that louder for the listeners? Because truly, your soul knows what it craves and knows what it wants. But as humans, we've been so conditioned and trained to just hustle and go and push. It's like, no, just be. Like, literally, just be. I love it, I love it. Ruby, seeing as you're going in so deep, can you give us an example? Because I can speak, but then when I have my guests and they say something deep, I'll tell them, give us an example so the audience know what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, for example, with my company, let's say with Podcast and Co, right? So, for so long, I was like, hustle, hustle. and like, I got to show up every single day because if I don't show up, I'm not going to have clients Or if I don't respond and I'm available 24-7 to them, I'm not going to have clients. Yet, that was a lot of push that it led to burnouts. Same thing with music of like, I got so caught up in like, this is my job, this is my career, that there was so much pressure that it burns me out and it made me feel so, so depressed. When that pressure is released, when you're like, you know what? Everything happens the way it should happen. And no matter how much I try to control something, like the end result will be the same at the end of the day. So might as well just like do what feels good and let the universe take care of the rest. Yes, you have to take aligned action. Like you can't just sit here and be like, I'm going to manifest a million dollar company and it's going to happen. And you're out here binging on Netflix and you're like, I'm still waiting. (laughs) exactly um that's not what manifestation is right and so yes it takes a little bit of that action but it's that aligned action it's not like i have to record a piece of content in order to get more clients it's oh i'm so like inspired right now let me take that inspired slash aligned action Therefore, the content I'm producing is going to amplify and magnetize people because it's coming from that alignment, from that, like, excited, inspired center. I love it. I love it. Ruby, what, how do you find recording on Skype? I've never used Skype before. Yeah, so Skype is interesting. I used to use Skype a couple of years ago. Um, I haven't used it in a while, so I cannot speak into it right now as to how it's good or bad, but it does the job. I always tell my clients like, and like people that ask me, what's the best software to record? Of course, like Zencaster is great, Riverside's great, but if you have Zoom, just use Zoom. Girl, I, Zoom. to be honest, I, my first 30 podcast, I had no problem with Zoom and then I had to pay, right? So I was cheeky. So what uh-huh. I would do is I would record and then send the link. But guess what? It would download and then I would lose it. And I ended up losing like eight interviews. Do you know what that is? Eight interviews oh, I lost. No. And then I would uh-huh. I would carry on emailing them. And their what? customer service is shit. Probably because I don't pay. If I paid, it would be a different service. So <laughs> now I don't use Zoom. So now I'm just like kind of like bouncing around between Riverside and Zencaster. And then, yeah, I don't, yeah, it sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know, like, Anchor has a feature that you could um, record and invite guests to record straight on their platform. So that's something to look into. What else? I've had clients record via, like, phone calls, but that takes, like, more connecting wires and all this stuff. But, yeah, I would say, like, Zoom is great if you're paying for it. (laughs) 
um, the free version oh, is oh, kind oh, your of first, If you're on free version, your first 30 episodes, you have no issue. After that, yes. either you're going to pay or you're going to do something. Yes. I will say, though, for Zoom, make sure that, like, when you're recording, that you have two separate tracks for your audio, for your guests and for yourself. So you can edit them separately. Especially because online, like, there might be a lag and then you end up talking over each other. And the amount of times that's happened. And I'm like, that was a really good quote, but now I cannot use it because they were talking over each other is insane. So just do yourself a favor. Just do two separate tracks. Edit them separately. Um, Ruby, I saw, is it Pro Tools First? software sorry i on your post i saw pro tools first a program like a software to use is that good so i love pro tools that one is a paid software um but it has such incredible tools that you can use to edit it's the one i used to use when i was in the music industry it's just like phenomenal you could have different tracks so if you're ever recording in person it could go to separate tracks. It's so good. A good alternative for Pro Tools is using GarageBand on your computer. I love GarageBand. Isn't it great? It's so easy to use. It's free. What more can you ask for? So, but you know what? Now I'm just like, I can't. What I'll do is I'll have the video version and then I'll edit the video version and convert it into audio. And then all I'll see at the end was a 30 second difference. So I'm just like, forget this. Yeah. I'm spending three, four hours editing the, the video to the audio. I'm just uploading it as it is. Like, we've done out here. Yeah. Because, yeah, I'm yeah. just behind. I also saw a post on, is it Libsyn? Podcasting, hosting. Uh-huh. What, what's yeah. that like? Is that good? So there's three that I recommend. Okay. And it's Libsyn, which Libsyn's like the OG. So you will find like the older podcasts that have been podcasting for like 10 years most of the time they will be hosted on Lipson. It is the original of hosting sites, I call it. Their stats are not that great and their price point is not my favorite. Okay. I think they're a bit pricey. Podbean is one that I use a lot. That one, the stats are great. Like you could see where everyone's located, which is great for when you start getting sponsors what else and then after podbean we have anchor which is a great one too that's the one, um, that I one it does, do you does, love it well girl to be honest I, I don't know any better you know so i can't yeah. like um you know when you compare and you have experience then you could be like boom 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 but i've seen a lot yeah. of people on youtube they leave anchor to go for something else and then they come back to anchor so i'm like we're yeah. gonna do what you did i'm gonna just stay on anchor now yeah, no. So with Anchor, I used to not recommend it before Spotify bought it out. So now that Spotify has it, it's great. It's phenomenal. Yes, use it. But I still like the stats on Podbean a little bit more. Is, is, is Podbean the one that deletes your, your episode after a while? There was one girl and one YouTuber and she has a podcast and yeah. she kept going on about a hosting website that deletes her her episode after a while and i'm like i don't even know what that means what does that mean? i mean they all kind of can do that if you don't have the right settings on it okay. i know that podbean like in the settings it says like capacity 100 episodes but then you could co- go in and like change it so it could be like 200 episodes okay. 
it just depends on like how you want to your podcast to look, you know? But a lot of people don't know that, so they think that their episodes are just getting deleted. And yeah, it's probably just a setting. Yeah, you could just gotta make yeah. sure. I was re- looking into your post and then you named it into positions. Well, I think this is amazing because I'm out here wearing all the hats. So we have podcast editor, podcast producer, yeah. podcast manager, podcast VA, podcast PR girl, and musician and copywriter. All the stuff. Yeah. What are all these positions? Tell me, because I'm out here doing everything. Yeah. So basically, with how I started my company, I was yeah. just doing like editing. I was oh, like yeah. podcast editor, Ruby Skelton. But then as my clientele started to grow, I was like, okay, there's more that I could support my clients with. So I then started taking on like launching clients. So now it's like podcast um, editing and manager, like podcast editor and manager. And then it was like, all right, now we could talk about strategy. So then producer came into place. And like now it just it just started building up on each other. And I say like I wear different hats depending on like the client that you ask. Yeah. For some clients I am just like the girl that helped launch their podcast. For other clients that they're like, I would not have a podcast right now or a brand without this woman. Okay. So it's just like it depends on who you're asking. On um but yes, but that's definitely changing here in 2023 as the podcast company becomes a podcast agency and we hire people to start coming into the team as like members to grow with i'm probably going to step away a little bit from the editing of like hands-on editing i'm still going to be editing is so boring ruby what are you doing i love editing i i could sit there and edit an episode for hours but it's to the point where i want to grow this company i'm like help and support a lot more people that I know I cannot be spending, you know, two, three, six hours on. Four hours, girl, four hours. I remember I had a guest that asked, like, I was probably her first interview. And Uh like, she was probably nervous. And after each sentence, before she said a sentence, she was saying, um, so it's as if she was, she she was buying time to be able to think, right? Yeah. It took me four hours and a half to edit that episode. Oh, I'm sure. I have clients that I take six hours to edit because it's like the cleanest edit they ever want to hear. Like, it's actually insane. But I am going to recommend a... Um, Is it like a plugin? Sorry, like- it's a, yeah, it's a downloadable thing that you could download into your computer. It's called Time Bolt. Time Bolt. Basically, that removes all the ums automatically all the dead spaces automatically, then you just have to make sure that the levels are correct, go in and listen and make sure that everything's good. But lifesaver. Time saver, girl. This, this, this is putting life to you. 10 more years of life. I'm Basically. telling you, if you're spending three, four hours per episode editing, Ruby, what do you think of panel or interviewing? Yeah, yeah of interviewing two more people or you have a group of people? What do you think? Yeah, of that? so I think it's phenomenal i think it's a great idea to not all the time right there's different structures when it comes to podcasts so you have your solo episodes your guest episodes your panels and then you have what i call like live coaching so you bring on a student a client someone that wants to be coached by you and you like coach them online 
But with the panels, I think it's great when you're talking to uh, business owners that are, what's it called? Like partners. So if like a company is owned by multiple people or there's different team members that want to come, that's a great way to do panels. The only reason I don't recommend them is because it can get confusing for the guests or for the audience. Oh, Especially okay. if they're new to you. They might be like, who's talking? Um, I remember a couple of years back, I want to say like two years ago, I was on and off editing for this podcast that has four hosts. Four it hosts? Was, yeah, four hosts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was a great podcast. They talked about really cool topics. But it was confusing because all the ladies sounded very, the same. very similar. Yep. So a lot of times you would get people that are like, who's talking? I don't get it. Is it the same person talking back and forth? Like, it was very confusing. So that is why I kind of stay away from panels. However, when done here, like once a month or like once a season, I think they're beautiful. And yeah. I saw another post, when you don't know what to post, ask your audience. How do you ask your audience on Instagram? Yes! Oh, I love... Podcasting, to me, is such a beautiful way to build a community, right? Especially if you're, like, a business owner, or even if you're not, like, you just get to connect with your audience. So my favorite ways to ask the audience what they want to hear is simply by, like, posting on your social media, on your stories. What topics would you guys want to hear on the podcast next? A lot of times my clients, what we will do is give options. So let's say you have four episodes recorded with all different topics. Ask them, which one do you want to hear next week? You're so cheeky. You already have it recorded. Yeah. Yeah, like it's already recorded. But then your audience feels like they're so involved. Like they're like, part of it. Yes, exactly. And it's like this beautiful thing because now they're going to listen to the episode because they voted on it. Oh, Ruby's a player. You just played yeah. your audience. You know, I'm super honest with them. They know what's going on. <laughs> That is so cheeky. Ruby, I saw another post that really touched me. So we're talking about resilience, grief, and pain, right? How to uh -huh. continue to record through hard times. Yeah. And you lost your granddad in October, and two months later, you lost your dad in December. Uh -huh. And you continue to work throughout. Yep, yep. So, uh, yeah, that was, that was a lot. That it was a lot. Because it's very recent. Yeah, so that happened two years ago. Actually, my dad's two years anniversary is here on the 21st. Um, so that's, and, that's next week. Yeah. 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 It's like super coming up. And for me, of course, I like took time to grieve. But I remember the day of my grand, my grandpa's uh, funeral. I had an interview, like a podcast interview that day. And I still showed up for it because the way I see it is like this mission is so much greater than me. Like my story and the the words, uh, like what I'm going to share is going to impact someone. I truly believe that what we share impacts people. 
I've seen it firsthand of people messaging me being Have like, Have you? Yes, I actually had a girl this year, earlier this year, message me being like, Your podcast literally saved my life. I've been listening since 2019. This girl did not follow me. I had no idea who she was, but she's been listening to me. So when I had those two deaths happen in my in my life, it was the first time I've ever experienced death like that close to me and I could have fallen off and I could have put a pause in everything and I could have been like no like I'm going to like I'm gonna go cry and like hide and all this stuff but I was in a place where that would do no one justice it would not bring them back to life it would not do anything to like change what it was so I continued showing up However, here's the thing. If I did not feel like showing up one day, I gave myself that grace. I didn't push myself to like show up just because I had to. If I had to like cry and like take a day a week, I did. But I was like real about it in the sense of like, I checked in with myself every single morning and said, okay, what do we need today? And we meaning myself and my higher self. Um, what do we need today? And I still do this practice. I wake up in the morning and I'm like, what do we need today? And I have a very like strict, not strict, but like in place ritual, my morning rituals of meditation and journaling and like going and moving my body and like certain things I do in the morning to put my mental health first because I'm not going to show up when I'm not at my 100%. And like for the listener that's right now tuning in, don't show up if you can't even show up for yourself. Show up for yourself first, and then you could give to others, and then you could show up for others. I love it. I love that you said that because early in the morning I had an interview with a nurse, right? I mean, I come from healthcare. So during COVID I had to watch a lot of death, right? So um, so I took three months off last year and I thought that was enough and it wasn't. So now I'm taking a whole year off. And um, and we were talking about salaries and that. And she's like saying in the US, like they're ready to pay 10 grand a week. Wow. Then, yeah, 10 grand. Exactly, right? 10 grand a week. That could change your life. And I was like to her, because I'm self-employed, I have many hospitals, many agencies ringing me, messaging me, emails, this, that. Mm-hmm. There's work. This is how much we're paying. We pay every Friday. And um, I was like, to her, I had to come to Colombia. Like, I can't stay in London and heal yeah. from all the trauma and have people ringing me up and, and leaving money on the table. Like, London's crazy expensive. And she was like, you know what she said? She said, even though the money's good and it's being left on the table, the trauma is too much. Yeah. Mm, so I know, powerful. right? So, so now that you said that, now that you said that, but it's like you confirming it again. And I'm like, okay, I let her, okay, okay, cool. Yeah. You, you, you get the point now. Are you hearing it? Yep, yep. That's how the universe works. She'll send you little hints and little nudges. And it's our responsibility to hear that yeah. and listen. But yeah, I mean, don't ever put money. Money is only going to get you so far. And after you get the money, it's like, okay, now what? I'm still unhappy. I still have all my trauma. I still hate my job. Like, 
why would you do that to yourself? Yeah. Why would you do that to yourself? I know, I know, I know. Ruby, what are the lessons learned? So say from the moment you transitioned from your job, from the music label, to now you have your business, what, what have been the transferable skills? Oh, so many. Yeah. So, so many. I mean, simply just even being more accountable to myself right because when you're in a job it's like you show up because your boss is gonna fire you if you don't show up when you're self-employed if you don't show up no one's gonna cause consequences for you but it's like being driven by something even more big than you can ever imagine that's like i think one of the biggest transformations of like realizing that this work is not even for me like i'm not doing this as an ego thing or like oh because i want to be this and this of course i want some material shit and like i'm someone that like i love money i love having the options to create with money but the reason i show up and the reason that this business i think has been as successful as it has been is because the mission behind it right so the biggest lessons have been of like learning to rely on myself learning to trust myself but also learning to trust the universe learning that when shit's not going my way it's because the universe has bigger plans and she knows what's best for me and just like allowing those ego deaths to come and go and grow and spirituality has been such a major part in that of like trusting the higher good trusting that i think it just goes back to trust yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah it, but it takes a hot second to trust it takes a hot oh, second to yeah. surrender like so it, it, it takes a hot second ruby how are you finding running the business like, like <laughs> from the from the point that you've graduated right you've graduated and now we're in our comfort zone to now running this business. Oh, so just to understand the question, it's like how that process has been. Yes. So so from the moment you grew it, first it was you, editor, and now we have different positions. And depending yeah. on your clients, we have different roles. So how do you right. find managing, judging different clients? You know, because it's every yeah. podcast is a different world, right? Different audience, different mm -hmm. people, different age group, and the way they sound or how they want to do it. How do you yeah. that? Oh, I love this question. So my Google Calendar looks like a craziness. So definitely having my calendar being so intentional with my time. And honestly, it's something that I'm still learning. It's something that like every day I'm open to learn better ways because there was a time um, probably like when the deaths happened two years ago where my time management was way out the window and like burnout was so real. Like at the beginning of this year, I was completely burned out in my business that I could not even be attracting clients or anything. I ended up literally firing some clients of mine. How? Because I was, how, how do you fire clients? I literally said, I am so sorry, but I can no longer edit your podcast. I of course handed them over to someone I trust. But I literally went from like making five figures a month to like half of that. Five figures um, a month. How much is five figures? Oh, like 10,000. That's 000. like 
10, 15, 20,000. Yeah, to like going into like 5,000 a month. That was the scariest fucking thing I had to do. I'm. Can we cuss on your podcast? Yeah, don't worry. Okay. Yeah, we can. I got Girl, you. It's like that was the scariest fucking thing I've ever done. Of like going from twenty, twenty-five thousand dollars months to like five thousand dollars months, three thousand dollars months. What, what goes through your mind when you've gone from? Because especially when you're self-employed, we have to work yeah. hard, and and we're like. And that's the thing in London. I was always chasing that bread. No, 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 I can't relax because I don't know if they need my services next week, right? Because I work in many different hospitals. So for you, what did that look like? It was terrifying. Like, I had to change a lot of things. I fell back on, like, a couple of bills. It was a lot. It was a lot. But something in me, like, when I would actually center myself and ground myself was trust the process that's all i kept hearing and i was like okay but i can't trust the process like i need like hello but i just had to like keep trusting and what i did this was at the beginning of the year so this is super recent this is the first time i ever talk about it publicly so there you go um but it was like a lot of changes had to happen because i realized that when I started my business, I never planned for it to become a full-on company. I never planned for it to be like an LLC or have employees. Like that was never even in the realm of ideas ever. So what did I do? I never like built the foundation for it ever. So this year when all that change was happening and I was like firing clients and some clients were stopping like their podcast for a bit like so much was happening that I was just like okay everything I've ever known is falling apart like what is happening so in April I ended up going to this retreat to Costa Rica and it's it very like spiritual this- everyone goes to Costa Rica for, yes. for retreats I'm starting to think there's like it's, it's very peaceful. Oh, it's it? magical. It's literally magical. Um, this particular retreat was a divine feminine retreat. So it was like you got to experience every aspect of the divine feminine, the sensual energy, the sexual energy, the medicine woman, the dark feminine, all the stuff. And while there, I did one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life, which was do an actual hike. And I know that sounds so funny. Babe, it's so hard, babe. It's so it hard. It's so I'm, difficult. Babe, I'm here, Mary Jean, and there's oh. a hiking group. And I remember yeah. there's this there's this really cute place called Tres Cruces. It has three uh-huh. cruises and you see the whole city. And then yeah. they posted, it's an easy hike. It'll be done in 40 minutes. Babes, I was the last one. I was struggling. By the time I got up there, the people that I went up with were already playing chess. And, oh, my God. And, yeah, and coming down... I felt like my, my feet didn't have enough grip. So I just, babe, I was struggling so much. And now yeah. when they say a hike, I haven't gone to a hike after that. I was like, um, this is, this is, no. <laughs> it was wild. It was so crazy. And that was like the hardest thing. So I feel you. It's like, it was a group. I think, I think we were like 10, ten girls, but I was the last one to get down there. We were going into a waterfall. And by the time I got there, I was just like, okay, finally got here. Hiking back up 
I when I tell you like the girl that was leading the the retreat, she was with me along the way, cheering me on and like talking me through this. But like, I was crying. There was multiple times where I fell to my knees crying. Like, I had bruises and like blisters. Like, it was actually the hardest, most tough thing. I've ever done to the point where like when we got to the top it started raining like it was like a magical like it was wild and that was like such a hard thing but that day not only had my business like completely changed from like those 20k months to like five three k months but now everything I knew about myself was also falling apart. Oh, Everything yes. I had ever known as far as business, who I was, how I identified, what I can do, completely changed in that moment. And during that retreat, I realized to build something solid, yeah. something that's going to leave a legacy, it must be built on a Strong solid foundation. foundation. 100%. Yeah, I love yep. it. And that's something I had not built. So what did the universe do five years later? She destroyed everything and said, nope, we're doing this right. And so now it's December. This was in April. Now it's December and the foundation is getting built. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, but I had to trust yeah. that process of it's going to be scary. It's going to feel hard. It's going to be like such a shit show. But the win, like the price at the end, is going to be yeah, so yeah. rewarding. I love it. And that's um, exactly what's happening. Ruby, I interviewed another guest last week and she said that 30K months, like running a business and earning 30K a month, you can do it on your own. After that, yeah. you need help. What do you think? Yep. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. How, long, absolutely. how much do you think you can make on you without having to reach out for help? So I think it's possible. Well, she said fake K, but then, but then her expertise is kind of like email marketing, kind yeah. of like, you know, consultancy. Yeah, yeah. So I will say from my personal experience, when I got to those like 20, 25K, that felt like burnout. Okay. So, so I, yeah. Yeah. I would so, say probably in the podcasting like industry, probably more like 10k-ish that's when you need to start hiring okay the reason being because to get to those 20 25k months i had to i probably was editing from 6 a.m to like 12 2 a.m like i don't even know like it was crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. like i my partner he was like i remember when like i couldn't even talk to you because you were so brain dead like i cannot do anything and that's not a way to grow the business right because also i was in like i had no energy to put out content i like was ignoring everything on the back end so it was not sustainable yeah yeah and, yeah. and i love it because we're going through a transformation ruby what is your favorite book oh i have so many favorite ones but currently um Let's see what's coming. The most recent one I've read that was like life changing for me was The Power of Now. Okay. Have you read it? No, girl. 
I think okay, I, have it. I think my mommy has it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's such a good book because it like reminds you to become super, super present. present. Yes. So Power of Now is a great one. What I'm listening to currently is called the uh, hold on. It's like Discipline Something. Let me let me get that name for you because it's such a good one too. Um Discipline is Destiny. I love it. Ooh, it is so good. It is so good. It is the reason I've been working towards waking up at like four thirty in the morning. Are you waking because... up at four thirty? Not yet. I'm at. Oh. I'm currently at six thirty. Okay. I'm like working once, towards. Once you get, I used to wake up at four four thirty to go to the gym. Once you start waking yeah. up at that time, it's very peaceful. I love it. I used to mm. wake up at. I used to wake up at. Um, when I used to go to university, I had to take six trains and two buses. So what I would do, I'd be knackered. I would have, I know I would have, di- the struggle was real, girl. I would have dinner. I would, I would have a shower and go to sleep. I would wake up at 3 a.m. to do my homework and my assignments. At 3 a.m. is beautiful, beautiful time. Oh, have you heard of Eric Thomas? Eric Thomas, he's a motivational speaker. He, he wakes up at 3 a.m. But for me, it's like I need to wake up at, I have to go to bed at 8 a.m. And at the moment, it's too hard for me to do. I just can't do that. What is your favorite movie? Oh, um, I'm such a horror person. I love scary oh. movies. Um, so I'm gonna say Child's Play is my all-time favorite, like okay. Chucky. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that was the answer. It's, 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 it's crazy you said Chucky because I've just run out of data, and here in Colombia you can pay using a QR code, so you scan it. But I've run uh-huh. out of data, so I asked the guy next to me. I was like, "Can I, can I have a little bit of your Wi-Fi so I can pay?" Yeah. And then the name on his thing was Chucky. <laughs> so, oh my God. I know, yeah. right? That's... If you had a billboard on the side of the highway, what would it say? I would say, can I say two things? Go on, Dan. That's double trouble. Lots of more pocket money, Ruby. <laughs> um. So the first thing I would say, it would be flaunt your flaws. Because that's like a saying, that's the name of my podcast. And like, truly believe that you need to like flaunt everything about you and embrace everything about you so that's one and the second one i don't think of it never mind it's not going to be on the side of the billboard but <laughs> okay little and little you know that little copyright way where it says yeah, little, okay. the and little things this is a saying i say all the time of like if no one is talking about it it is your mission to talk about it because someone's either going through it has gone through it or will go for it or go through it and they need to hear that's powerful the for, for the person that may not know how can we say that in different words because that's very deep if you actually focus on it and you and you and we take into account what you've just said like if there's layers to that right how can we say okay. it for someone that can understand yeah so in simple terms if you feel like you're alone in this world you're not Someone is going through what you're experiencing. So talk about it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, so true. Because sometimes we hide away, right? We try and deal with our problems. But the problem is everyone's gone through. There's hundreds and thousands of people that have gone through it. So we have to um, we have to speak about it. It's like um, um, there's many group chats here in Colombia of expats, right? People that are from. Mm-hmm. So obviously I grew up in London. So technically I'm half half. So Colombiana, but yeah. I grew up in London. So. Um, oh, and it, and it, I know. So one guy was struggling with taking out money. He's like, I'm being charged twenty thousand pesos every time I withdraw. And then I'm like, homeboy, that is a lot of money. Yeah. Like, how, like, he's like, I need cuatro millones, but this is killing me twenty thousand plus. So I was like, listen, you can wire yourself money 
to La Vivienda and pick up and you can do that up to $3,000 then you can go Bank Colombia and you can buy yourself up to $5,000 and then everyone yeah. was just liking the message so it's uh, like if, so like if you say it someone else is going through it right so just yeah. like there's ways to solve it would you ever write a book? I'm currently writing a book bad so, girl yeah. well done congratulations what's the word yeah. count? I'm not even sure I tried to ignore it but <laughs> Yeah, well, we'll find out when it's done. Because I think, how much is it? Is it is it thirty thousand to fifty thousand as a book for a novel? Yeah. yeah. So once you get that, you good girl. Um, Ruby, mm-hmm. tell us about your services. Tell us about your socials. How we can support you. Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at Ruby Skelton, R U B I S K I L T O N, or at Podcast and Co. Um, or if you want the Spanish version, podcastandco.es. The way I help and like show up in this world and my services, I help people, in particular women, but people in general, to launch their podcast, to connect with their audience in a deeper way, share their story, share their message while connecting through people through podcasting. And like I also help women like amplify their voice that's the biggest thing like using podcasting as a way to amplify your message amplify your voice amplify your connections so uh, that is what we're doing on my my corner of the world of my once you start podcasting you have to realize that your throat tracker like have you like coughing and tongue-tied and i interviewed a girl have you ever heard of flower essences and the power of flower essences and she no, was like, if you ever feel like you're coughing too much or you're struggling for your words, you just do some little drops of flower essences to unlock the throat chakra. And I was like, oh, you're smart, you're smart girl. I like it. I know. Any projects for the new year? How can the listeners support you, Ruby? Yeah, so um, what's coming up in the new year is a new course or a new round of the podcasting course. Honestly, I love just having conversations with people do you do so it live share on zoom? Story. huh do you do it live on zoom no but i do lives on instagram so they could come on there share their story with me and like i just love connecting with people <laughs> i love it i love it oh ruby oh. so what, what what skill uh are you half are you half american half mexican no, so fun story about my last name. It's not real, you guys. Um, Are you married? So when, no, I, my ex. Okay. Yeah, so I'm not even engaged. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I, but no, I love it. We're manifesting it out there, girl. We're manifesting it. We're working on it. That's that's what we're creating he's, for 2023. He's coming. Exactly, he's coming. Yeah, he's, um, he's here. He just hasn't asked the question, but regardless... What was the question again? Oh, my Your last name. surname, yes, Gilton. Yes. So when I moved to L.A. and I was doing music, um, my sister and I were sitting one day at my little shoebox apartment. And I was like, I want something to, like, make a name in the in the music industry. This was before the whole depression thing hit me. And we were sitting there, my sister and I, we were scrolling, looking for cool names that would sound cool with the rock sound. And it was Ruby? And the, huh? And it was Ruby? No, Ruby's like my <laughs> actual name. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, but she goes, what about Skelton? And I was like, hmm, 
Ruby Skelton sounds edgy. My little 18-year-old is just like, yeah, it's so rock and roll. And so, like, I changed my, at the time, Facebook to Ruby Skelton. And then I, like, changed my Instagram handle to Ruby Skelton. And now it's almost 10 years later. And You're most people... Ruby Skelton. Yeah, most people know me by Ruby Skelton. But at this point, I'm just like, might as well just legally change it to that. But, Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I love it. I thought you was mixed. I thought the surname was maybe maybe you're half Mexican, half American, maybe. Wow. No, my uh, my legal last name is Canales. Garcia? Oh, Penelope. Canales. Canales. How? Oh, I love Canales. it. I love it. I love yeah. it. What does your little sister do? She currently... She's like... <laughs> she just moved to LA. She was doing... Um, she was studying, and now I think she works, like, at Starbucks or something. I don't even know. She's, like, figuring out what she wants to do. I know she was doing modeling for a little bit. Did she now like she, she, I think so, but I know she's trying to figure it out. She's like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. How old is she? Like, cool. She is, if I'm 26, she's going to be 23. Okay. But is she doing yeah. certain things to tap into her creative energy and see what she wants? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And she's such a creative person. She, for a long time, was doing, like, makeup videos on YouTube a couple years ago. Did she carry ago. on? Did she carry on? Uh, I think she stopped, but she's wanting to go back. Now she's, like, on TikTok doing a little bit of things okay. here and there. It's all so, consistency. The audience don't like it when you leave. When, I know. You know, when you just leave and then you decide to come back and it's like, You've been paying me. Who have you been paying me with? I literally told her, my mom and I keep telling her, like, girl, you gotta be consistent. She's like, I'll figure it out. We're like, okay, do your thing. Has she ever tried working with you? No, not yet. But with the Spanish side of things, with the Latino side of Podcast and Co., um, as we grow, I do wanna bring her in as a creative director. Because she, like, her creativity, like, if I thought my creativity was good, hers is just, like, phenomenal. Any business that my mom has had, she's, like, come up with the names, and they're, like, always so, so good. For my mom's book, I think she came up with the name of my mom's book. Like, it's crazy. She's so good. So, hopefully, yes. There's so many things, so many things to look forward to, so many things to tap into, right? It's just... Yeah, it's just this. You need to give to her that book after you're done finishing. You need to give it to her. Discipline oh, is the oh, whatever, whatever it's called. Yeah, because discipline is everything. Yeah. Ruby, I just we did so good. We literally finished on time. I just wanted to say a great big thank you to you. Thank you for being so inspirational and just going ahead, right? Because it's not easy when we go through grief, we're mourning uh, the loss, the, the love that we've had there, but they're always with us. So just knowing that they send us little signs, they're always present, and knowing that you have big things coming, and you've done so well. Thank you so much. This was so, so fun, and I just <laughs> loved it. Thank you, Ruby. Thank you for taking the time, because it happened quick, 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 right? So I was just like, yeah. let's get you on the show, like, boom, and we did it. So thank you so it much, sweetie. So I'm wishing you, you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. You too. We will talk soon. A hundred percent, sweetie. 
Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and found this podcast useful. If you did, be sure to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for listening and joining Gentle Touch. I'll see you in the next episode. Want to get in touch? Feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. Link is in the description. Be sure to follow and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're on. Stay tuned and keep listening. Much love.